have tasted a magic Minnesota apple that made three different people taste three different things? Mike, wow. I am now bringing you into this world because I want to find out what you think of this apple. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the third hour of the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I'm the Bradley. Dawn will be back on Monday. In her absence, I thought, let's get Apple with it. Um, <laughs> because, you know, it's like Apple season. Uh, I'm mildly obsessed with apples. Not a week goes by that I don't head down to the farmer's market and pick up some apples. Because I like to make apple butter, dehydrate some apples, stick them in my freezer and all that stuff. But I also like to just try different varieties of apples for eaten. I call them eaten apples. Sure. And every time I do, Jamie's like, please don't. They eaten apples. <laughs> you are the biggest nerd. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but that's what they are. Because apples are so much fun. They are so there are so many different kinds of apples, especially here in Minnesota, that you don't see in supermarkets. And once you find that secret world of different varieties that you haven't tried before, it's just fun to like kind of work your way through them. So to that end, I came across an apple I don't know that I've ever had before. Okay. Many of you probably heard about it. It's called a Sweet 16. You've you've heard of some of these other, like, I don't want to say rare, but, like, less familiar apple varieties like Zestar, and we talked about them on the show. In fact, there's a brand new one that Minnesota helped develop, uh, or actually developed, which is coming in a couple of years called Kudos. But this one is called Sweet 16, and this was developed right here in Minnesota in the 1970s by the University of Minnesota. And it's an apple. Mike, if you want to... Because you have some in front of you. I do, yeah. It's kind of an unassuming apple. Mm-hmm. Do you want to describe what it looks like on the outside? Yeah, outside wise, I'm kind of it's it's small. It's a very small, unless this is just a smaller version of it. That, Are they this all this is small. Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, they they come in like I would say small to medium sized apples. Because yeah, these are these are pretty pretty small, but they're yeah. a very red. Um, but it doesn't quite have the. Uh, Super, super, you know, red yeah, skin kind you of sometimes get modeled, with an apple, but like sort yeah. of, uh, but, I don't uh, want to say brown, but like sort of crackly mm-hmm. red inside. It, it, I mean, it has it has apple consistency. It looks just like an apple. <laughs> I don't know like what else apple. to describe. Yeah, but now, but when I tell you that I have because I try that, I will just. It's not a spoiler alert, but okay. when I was at the farmer's market, this comes from Shemansky Orchard. They're okay. one of like three, I think apple folks at the Minneapolis farmer's market and um, the owner, I think it's one of the owners. She was like, okay, you're going to taste this. And I tasted it. And I was like, oh yeah, I taste that. And I was like, well, maybe that was power suggestion. I had Jamie taste it and he was like, I taste this. And I was like, whoa, I was not <laughs> expecting that. But now that you mention it, oh my God, that's all I taste. Okay. Well, then I brought some in for Holly and Alexis Yep. and they each tasted something different. Wow. So everybody who tastes it has a unique reaction. Okay. So I want you to try this apple, Excited. Mike, and uh, whatever flavors, there's no right or wrong answer. Yep. Just tell me what you're tasting all right, in good. this apple. Take a bite. Okay. And for the listener, while he's chewing, I will just say you'll be able to get this apple in orchards around Minnesota right now. I'm sure some markets, I don't know if like Cub or anybody would have a sweet sweet 16, but um, because it's just a Minnesota apple. He's tasting, he's trying. Are you getting any flavors? I have tasted many flavors in this apple, but there there are generally two or three distinct flavors most people settle on. Wow. That was weird because I only got a flavor right in my first, the first bite I took, I got this little flavor that kind of left almost like a, I don't know, like a cotton candy or like a, mm, like see, a, that's a totally well, different flavor. Nobody has said cotton candy. Or like yet. a, um, 
hot tamale type yeah. vibe to okay. it. Something like that was the first flavor I got. Then I tried spicy. to eat. Uh, yeah, spicy. And then I tried to eat more to get more of that flavor. And then it just kind of doled out and I haven't got any other flavors. Like, that's it. Okay. It just now tastes like apple. So here are some of the other flavors. Sure. The one I was told was cherry. Okay, yeah. That could be that. Yeah, the cherry flavor. Like a. Then Jamie says to me, licorice. Like anise flavor. And I tasted that. Alexis got a little bit of licorice. Wow. Now, now that you he, say that, now don't I you can taste, taste licorice? It. Yep. And Holly said watermelon Jolly Rancher. Hmm. And it's definitely got like a fruit flavor. Like there's a de- what? What are you laughing about? This is like the um, <laughs> like um, Laurel the, Yanny. Laurel Yanny. This is the, the, the Laurel like, and Yanny of, of apples. Everything you just said, I could taste. Like as you're I was tasting it. it. Yeah. yeah. No, seriously, it <laughs> just is convince that yourself of what it tastes like. Complex. I'm gonna taste. I brought some for myself to remind myself. So now only tell yourself watermelon Jolly Rancher. The one I keep. Yeah. You you get it. Now tell yourself only licorice. Mm-hmm. You get. I that will too. say the one that I keep going back to, and it's that thing in the back of your that kind of lingers. It's that spicy thing, and yeah. that's now I I texted Jamie yesterday like I hate you for mentioning licorice because now that's <laughs> all I taste when I put this apple in my mouth. But it's not a bad taste. It's just a unique. You don't expect it from an apple. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of that. Like I said, that very first bite, I got the most of it, and it was almost a. I, it's like a. Jolly Ranch, or a, uh, yeah. not Jolly Rancher, but like a hot tart, or one of those hot tamale hot type tamales, things. Like yeah, some of that cinnamon almost taste to it, but you're right, this is mind-blowing, because you literally can change the taste of it as you're eating it. And you don't think about, like most apples, you don't even think about what, you're just like, I'm eating an apple. And this is why I love apples so much, because once you start tasting these different varieties, you're like, oh my god, I had no idea. Now I'm a weird apple person, and I need more of this apple. <laughs> and so I bought, you know... A ridiculous amount of these apples, eaten apples, because I got then I got the apples that I, you know, the bacon bake apples with and, and eaten apples. Yeah, those are the Zestar. You want a good apple for bacon and apple butter and all that? Zestar is where it's at. Got it. Another Minnesota apple. Anyway, um, <laughs> uh, I was just trying to think of. I've never had another apple that had such a distinct flavor like that of something else sure right like usually you're just like oh that's an apple and it's super sweet or oh it's an apple and it's super tart yeah this apple just has like all these complex flavors that you're like i didn't realize apples could do that we've had like grapes before and that you know change and have lots of different flavors and and but for some reason like those cotton candy grapes or something yep but this one is yeah this i've never had an apple you're exactly right and that's good. Well, if you want sixteen uh, sweet sixteen apples, like I said, they're at the Minneapolis Farmers Market. I'm assuming they'll have them again this weekend. The Shemansky Orchard. They're way down at the far end. They are the sweetest people, um, and they're they have tons of varieties. There's also Gilcrest Orchard is down there, and uh, there's one other one, and the name escapes me. Uh, I can't think about it. But there's three three apple orchards at Minneapolis Farmers Market. Usually every farmers market this time of year is going to have a couple orchards and you guys know there's plenty of orchards to go to like independently you can just show up at the orchard this time of year have you guys ever gone like the two of you 
You and your wife? Uh, yeah, we go to oh, to orchards or yeah. to oh, I thought like to apple picking. Yes, yeah, we were planning on doing that this past weekend, and then all of a sudden it became summer again, and it was ninety degrees, and we're like, we're not going to an orchard when it's ninety degrees out. Yeah, That's just not right. So we will definitely be soon. Our first date was actually at a an orchard slash like a pumpkin experience oh, with like. Oh, uh, do you remember where? Uh, yeah, it was over the uh, one that used to be in Chocopee, right south of Canterbury. Well, that was the. We did Which the corn maze. Um, Seavers? Seavers corn maze, yeah. yeah. Now it's moved a little bit further south in Chacopee, okay. but we did an orchard first, then we went to Seavers, did the corn maze, shot the pumpkins, did the whole thing, and and then, uh, yeah, that was oh, our first date. We had date. some apple cider donuts. Mm-hmm. Doesn't get much better than that. Apple no. cider donuts, so good. Oh, my God. I was actually thinking about looking up a recipe. I was like, am I going to make these? I don't think it's a good idea to make donuts. Probably not. No, Probably avoid those. Those are a treat. You go buy those. You, you, you let, let somebody, somebody else, else have the fry, temptation. Fry stuff. All right. Uh, well, congratulations. You passed the test. Nice. There was really no correct answer. <laughs> no correct but... answer. And I added another one to your long list. Yeah, of no, things like literally like... when you said cotton candy, I was like, there we go. I swear everybody who tasted like, I think it tastes like this. It's like the everlasting gobstopper yes. of, of apples. All right. When we come back, picture it. You just got pulled over by your favorite OnlyFans account. What? What do you do? <laughs> I'll tell you what somebody did right here in Minneapolis when we come back right here on. You get pulled over for speeding or, you know, taillights out or registration. I don't know. Officer who walks up to your window, rolls down the window, and you're like, I've seen her from somewhere before. <laughs> well, you apparently saw her on OnlyFans. What do you do? Mike, that happened. Wow. Can you imagine? I read this story and I thought, ah, this would get real awkward. Also, the fact that the person like called it out. So fascinating to me. Okay, here's the story. The headline is Minneapolis Police Department officer outed as OnlyFans model after pulling over a subscriber. And I thought, how did this all go down? So the driver who recognized the officer told um, the story comes from Fox 9. They told Fox 9. He'd been following her OnlyFans page for five months. He said it took him five minutes or ten minutes before he figured it out. Quote, then we were doing a little talking and checking, and I was like, man, she got it, uh, has an OnlyFans page. I'm on her OnlyFans page. The driver said he'd seen, well, he saw some stuff. I'm just going to leave it at that. Sure. He says you got to go to the VIP, and you get to see the videos of her and some stuff. Okay. I'm just going to say some stuff. Stuff. The officer, who apparently has been running an OnlyFans site that offers a range of adult content, which is called some stuff. (laughs) Um, But here's my favorite. The driver says, you can't arrest me anymore. I've seen your private parts. (laughs) He tells Fox 9, being a cop and an OnlyFans model doesn't mix. I wouldn't want her to be arresting me, and I just saw you and your husband last. Oh, sorry, I gave that away. Her husband also makes an appearance. Okay. For twenty nine ninety nine, have sex on OnlyFans. I just can't respect you or the precinct you're working at. All right. Now I don't know that I agree with that statement. No. Um, but I just thought, oh my God, what would first of all, who call who would you'd have to be pretty ballsy, pun not intended, to call that behavior out. Like, haven't I seen you somewhere before? Yeah. <laughs> or was it like so in I can't imagine in the account it's not promoted that this is what no, she does. No, it's not so like, like she's he, wearing it, her like, you know, it, hat. And he didn't go with like, oh, you look like he went straight up, that's you. Yeah. And I can tell it's you. And uh, that's a that's a move. 
Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, the one thing I was, because uh, I, 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 I thought to myself, I, again, I think I would just keep that to myself. Yeah. Or my first reaction would probably have been like, that's... Because you don't want to be like, hey, is that you? Have I seen you before? Sure. Especially when they're pulling you over. I would just, you know, like, I'm not going to add to the conversation. I'm no. just going to try to get away from that experience as quickly as possible. Uh, but the that discovery has led to an internal investigation. I will say a spokesperson for the mayor released the following statement saying, if all we're talking about is naked pictures behind a paywall, the mayor has no issue. However, the chief will determine if there's been any policy violations. So they're doing an internal investigation because I'm assuming they would want to make sure that she didn't break any police policies or guidelines sure, by yeah. doing her side gig. I mean, you know, whether you think it's the right thing for someone to do mm-hmm. is, I think, a bigger question, and it's for you to have an opinion about. But, you know, ultimately, she has the the right to do it. Yeah. And I, yeah. And what? Well, I was going to say, and I imagine, like, we'll, we'll see what they end up deciding and finding. Yeah. But if it is a situation where, like, oh, this is a violation, you're either going to lose your job or something's going to change, she needs to market the heck out of this situation. Okay. Like, I'm, She's about to yeah. make bank. Well, that's why they don't identify her in this story. Okay. I'm sure if you really wanted to figure it out, you sure. could probably figure it out yeah. pretty easily, right? So you have to believe that there are enough people out there who are like, quickly going mm-hmm. to their computers to figure this out. So she's probably going to see an increase yeah. in subscriptions, right? Sure. I think so. If not, she's doing it wrong. I yeah. mean, that she's got to take advantage of this, you would imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but what? No, I just, this is shocking. I don't have an OnlyFans account um, or <laughs> subscribe to OnlyFans at all. So I guess I can't like do a true comparison to this but could you just imagine something yeah i don't know this is well you know here's what i find this is this is the interesting part for me that i imagine is far more relatable so this is one instance where you get pulled over like total coincidence you get pulled over although if you think about it like if you're successful at what you do in OnlyFans, Mm -hmm. you have to know at some point Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I'm when you engage in your day-to-day life unless you're wearing a mask or a mascot sure. costume, yeah. right? Like if you dress up as Barney and do weird things. Mm-hmm. 
no one's going to know who you are. But if you essentially look somewhat, which, hey, by the way, it's an honest day's work. I love you. No, you please. love me. Where I... Okay, sir. Now it's been ruined forever. Don't ever, <laughs> ever suggest Barney and OnlyFans in the same sentence again. Okay. Uh, what was I going to say? I'm sure this is not the first time she's been in the world and somebody has recognized her, right? Sure. So she's got to be comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if there's like an, a requirement that you need to tell work that you're doing stuff like that. So again, we'll find out like what the actual rules are. But I could understand where she's like, I don't need to talk about it at work, so I'm not going to. But she's had to have had the experience before with somebody being like, I know who you are. Definitely, yeah. And that the curious thing for me is like, it's not just a police officer. I bet there are all sorts of people. Yeah. In the world that you come into contact with where people are like, hey, don't I know you? And they're like, mm-hmm, and they don't tell you where they know them from. Right. Because yeah. just increasingly people are engaged in all these sort of side hustles, well, whether it's only fans or other things. And we're seeing the money that OnlyFans is bringing in as a overall company and what they're seeing yeah. for subscription models and how this is working and stuff. And Well, you saw that politician. Sure. Yeah. Did you, did you no. hear that Which story? There's that? a politician. No. I don't have the details in front of me, but roughly, if I remember correctly, a woman was running for office. Her opponents were like, um, do you know she has an OnlyFans where she and her husband have sex? Hmm. And then she was upset that they were calling this out. But you have to wonder, like, wouldn't you expect that people would know that at some point? Like, I don't think there's an expectation of privacy if you're doing something on a public platform, even though it's behind a paywall. Uh, Or actually, they weren't OnlyFans. They were like on on another website. And in fact, that website was not behind a paywall, which is why people were saying it was totally fair game that they were calling her out for that behavior because anybody could just log on and... And I think it, stuff. I think it would be fair game too if you called them out for, especially if you're in a public facing position like trying to be a politician, and you're. Yeah. I mean, you know everything's going to get dug up that you're into or that you've done in the past. How and, awkward would that be though? If you're like at the grocery store and you're like, yeah. "Oh hi," uh, but well, you would know it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of like any other celebrity, really. Like they would know who you are, but you don't know who they are. Any other celebrity or anybody else in the sex work industry, like yeah. that has been something that I'm sure porn stars have experienced oh, for sure. absolutely years, where they're just like, "Oh you yeah, this that is awkward." Is. That yeah, you know they they know that that situation is going to play out, and now it's just this for the 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 platform of OnlyFans has just allowed that to spread out to more people and get more people in that universe. I would be fascinated uh, to talk to somebody in that line of work. Like, how do you deal with it? Sure, because you just know there are jerks out there who are going to be like, "Hey, aren't yeah. you that one lady?" Yeah. And people are like, "Okay, can we <laughs> not here?" And again, like the the idea that just because you do something in a certain setting doesn't give anybody the right to think that they can. Take advantage of oh, or do we, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because we're in a different, you know, there are oh, people I'm, who think that way too. They're at the grocery store and like, oh, I see you. You're a stripper. Then I'm going to, you know, make a comment about it or, or yeah. slap your whatever. And it's just like, no, you can't do that just because you can maybe do it in a different setting. You can't yeah. do it in this setting. Yeah. It's or not that, happening. what I found interesting about this and what I appreciated about that statement saying, like, if we're talking about naked pictures behind a paywall, it's none of my business. Sure. Yeah. And this is a free country. Like, because I think, you know, while you may be titillated by this story, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that she doesn't have the right to do it. Sure. Oh, still awkward moments. And market the heck out of this. Yes. If you can't. Uh, if, if it you doesn't can. work out, ma'am, may mm-hmm. I suggest 
feel free to come on the show. We'll talk all about it. All right. When we come back, we have to catch up on who? Brittany. That's right. Allegedly, she's writing part two of the memoir that hasn't even come out yet. We'll talk all about it and what's real, what uh, isn't real. Entertainment. Hey, my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. I've been sharing with you some of the stories about Alight's work across the 20 countries around the world where they are based right now. Um, And over the last few weeks, I've told you about some work they've done with Afghan families who fled the war in that country, uh, the work that they're doing in Thailand, as well as Myanmar, specifically around malaria. For example, in Southeast Asia, drug-resistant malaria is becoming a problem, but a light is on the ground working with migrant and displaced communities throughout Thailand and Myanmar uh, to help folks deal with malaria, treatment for malaria. And frankly, that work continues and it goes on each and every day, whether it's Thailand, Myanmar or our very own backyard. And by backyard, I mean welcoming families to our community to learn about the range of work that Alight is doing with displaced persons around the world. Head to wearealight.org today. And thank you. Have you ordered your copy of Brittany's memoir? No. Well, hurry up, because not only is that memoir just around the corner, by the way, October, oh gosh, 24th. Thank you, Mike. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show, which is no longer the Colleen and Bradley show. My brain is on autopilot. It's the Bradley (laughs) Adventures of Bradley and Doug. Wow, my brain. Can I tell you why that happened? Yes, please do. Okay, first of all, good afternoon. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Colleen Lindstrom, who I hosted a show with for 10 years that ended last year. And um, (laughs) we still talk on a regular basis. She texted me a photo of the two of us from nine years ago. Oh, wow. And it was just as Project Down and Dirty whatever nine years ago would have been. I'm trying to pull it up now to see. Nine years ago today, so this would have been, what year is that? That would have been the third 14th, one, right? 2014. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Project Down and Dirty musical. Okay. And we were both wearing our outfits for a little musical number nice. called Gypsy, wherein I was wearing, essentially, a bikini. Oh, okay. So she sent me that as a reminder, like, hey, Nine years ago, the two of us. <laughs> My brain was there as I came Makes back sense. from break. Love you, Colleen. <laughs> Don will be back on Monday. All right. I want to get back to Brittany. I was talking about the memoir. Wee you, wee you. Tattoo time. Um, so the first book comes out on the 24th. Mm-hmm. Allegedly, supposedly, she's already teasing a second tell-all book. What, hmm? what is that? What is that reaction, Mike? I what? What? Well, okay. So now I will say this post has been removed from Instagram, but okay. on Tuesday, she posted a video montage from her latest tropical getaway with the caption "Riding and Writing." Riding as in a horse, writing as in a book. She then goes on to say, all I'm doing at the moment, dot, 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 volume two, coming after one, hashtag the woman in me, which, of course, is the title of her upcoming memoir. So that got people thinking, um, is she going to be doing a second book? Sure looks like it. 
I mean, that would be amazing. I will say, you know, she's going to have things to say that couldn't have been included in this book. Now, this first memoir, of course, went to the publishers before she broke up with Sam, before they became estranged yep. and decided to divorce one another, although that divorce hasn't been finalized yet. So I imagine she could write all about that. Her her relationship with her sister and her mother has changed. Exactly where I was going, because you may remember right before the san- the announcement of the divorce, she kind of had a reconciliation yeah. with her mother that was reported. And was that because the you know her mom wanted to maybe get their hands on the copy and say, okay, what have you been <laughs> like, talking about me? Like, can like, we change a few things can now we that get we're on, friends again? Exactly. Can we get on good terms? And then we just maybe skip chapter 14? Well, to That'd that end, maybe she's like, no, I can't do it in this book, but maybe I'll, you know, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll add some other stories in the second book or vice versa. Maybe she's like, they tried to do me, they tried to do me wrong. So now I'm going to tell the truth. I don't know what she's going to talk about. I will say it is giving me hope for this book. I don't, I don't know why, but I'm just like, I, I don't understand how this book is going to be framed like i'm assuming it's just going to tell the story of her conservatorship yeah and not really deal kind of like oddly the prince harry memoir i i think we're going to get a lot of stuff that we aren't necessarily particularly excited about because I think most people want to hear about the recent past. And I don't think we're going to get as much of that. I think we are going to get the origin story, the conservatorship for those 14 years, which certainly will be fascinating and interesting. But I think a lot of us want to hear about the fireworks that were happening behind the scenes um, once the conservatorship ended. Yeah, I completely agree. I think the woman in me, this is going to maybe be telling the story of how she became the woman that she is in her, like you said. And I think that's the take it's going to go on it because it, I mean, we know because we talk about it almost daily, everything in her life is constantly changing and constantly evolving. And if you wrote a book about her two weeks ago, it was going to leave out a whole bunch of stuff that happened these last two weeks. And if you wrote a book right now, there'd be two more weeks of stuff that would be happening knives and the ladder and like just sort of different yeah. things that would be going on in her life because it's just she's 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 as you often say she's on a journey she's always she's on a journey she's always on a journey it's on a journey we say that because it's so vague because yeah. frankly it's hard to know yeah. like every day it's different i'm like well today i'm not so sure that i believe she's really up to the task of writing a book so she must have had a lot of help but then part of me is like but i don't know that any publisher just runs to market with a book that's going to be a hot mess express so but but then i go back to the fact that like they're not doing any press for this book and i guess it's because they just assume the book is going to sell which i keep going back and forth on i'm like it could just sell like wildfire but at the same time i think to myself only if you tell people about it and the yeah. best way to tell people about it is to have her go do PR for it. And I've told Don this, so uh, well, she's on here too, so I'm not just saying this because she's out. Her and I have different opinions on that. Yeah. She thinks there's absolutely no promotion that is needed yep. and that it's going to just sell like crazy just because it's Britney. I think there's a lot more Britney fatigue going on than we think. Yeah. And I think I just know from general people that don't listen well, to the station on a get... daily basis, exactly. they are over it. Yes. And they see Britney stories and they think the funny TikTok you know, videos and things of her with the knives, but they don't think anything of I'm going to go buy her memoir. Like, I don't know. There is. Well, you're not encouraging people to run out and buy the book based on the Benihana video, like yeah. uh, knife video. Yeah. Right. So like what we're talking about is for those who love Britney, Britney stands, the free Britney movement. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, they're all in. 
Like the, you don't need to give them a reason to go buy the book. So they're going to sell a bunch of books just from that part of the internet. But there are all these other people who are equally fascinated by Britney Spears. But to your point, the videos that go viral on the internet that people use as a punchline that I don't think encourages the average person who isn't already invested in Britney to go out and buy a book. Right. Cause in, if anything, it's going to, you're going to be like, I don't think that book's probably going to be that interesting. And I think maybe this, this post, and you said it has been deleted since then, right? Well, when or, you click the link okay. that page six uh, refers to, it says it's no longer there. And this could have been a smart move because to be honest with you, I don't think she did a lot of writing in this upcoming book. Yeah. I think it was a, a lot, ghost writer. A ghost sure. writer. And I think to me, I was just under the assumption that she was sitting down with the ghost writer, maybe sharing some stories, and then he was putting it to page. I didn't think she actually sat down and wrote any of it. This post would imply that, oh, writing and writing doing it both at the moment right now, volume two coming would maybe help lead us down the path that, Oh, she did write this. Yeah. And she was like pen to paper, you know, figuring this all out. Ghostwriter came in to put some fine touches on it, but I don't know if I buy that. Yeah. It seems like I, I would imagine that ghostwriter had a heavy hand Yeah, in, in uh, this book, which again, if it, I, we just want to read the book, mm -hmm. hurry up already. We got to <laughs> wait a few more weeks, but we'll get there. And then I, I, we still don't know if she, I'm assuming she did not read the audiobook. Oh, I can't imagine she did. No. I wonder I, if, I'm just going to go on the Audible website right now. Because, and I think they would have loved if she did, because that in itself would have sold how many more copies. Right. Just because it's her doing it. That's why, and maybe that's why they haven't been promoting it. Maybe it is going to come out next week that, oh, she did it. But I just, man, that poor editor. The producer who had to sit in the room and piece it all together. Well, that's if she why wrote just, the book. I just can't imagine that was possible. Yeah, I imagine it was very much like let's sit down and do a bunch of interviews, yeah. and then I'm going to create a narrative. Which, uh, look, I'm not going to hold that against her because no. there are a lot of people. Like everybody's got a book these days. Sure. Very few of those people have actually written that book. I totally don't. I don't think she's any different in that way. Um, I'm just looking at the Audible page. It says nothing about who actually reads the book. So, fingers crossed, but something tells me it'll be somebody else. There's a much better chance Taylor Swift's in town this weekend than Brittany wrote, read that book. That, that is absolutely <laughs> correct. I will say it's 10 hours, well, which is not... Because what was uh, Spare? 16? What that's was Spare? Do you remember? I, I feel like Spare was definitely longer, but let me open it, it up like here. A, yeah. A 13, 15 hours, 15. 39 minutes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Narrated by... The prince himself. All right. The woman and me. We know that's coming out. Whether or not part two is actually a thing remains to be seen. I will Perhaps say that's why the post was taken down. Yeah. And I will say, I really hope, and I'm sure they will get someone good. I recently had a, uh, a memoir that I, that I listened to and it was somebody, it wasn't the person who did the, who wrote the book, who did the voicing of it, did the audiobook, And they were like mispronouncing names oh, and it's man. people that like, you should know. Well, if you are listening to this book, you absolutely know who these people are. And the fact that the person reading the book didn't know who they were, it just was like nails on a chalkboard sometimes. So I will say there are times where I will not, like I have returned books, audiobooks, because the narrator is so bad yeah. at pronouncing. And again, I'm not a snob. Like I get that like we all pronounce words differently, but when it's names that it's just like, no, that's like, that's a known person. Yes. You can't not get their name right. Like, 
could you Google it? It's especially a known person when it's in a setting like this, in a yeah, book like, like this that super it, fans like, are listening to. Was it, can you say what? Yeah, no, the, it was It was about a um, a guy who used to write for uh, professional wrestling back in the day, and he was like in the 90s, and oh, they're pronouncing. So he's like Hulk Hogan. Well, yeah, exactly. They're like really weird. All these pronunciations are completely Hulk wrong. Hogan. And it's like, dude, we can tell, like, there's absolutely no, I don't know, it just, it made it really hard to listen the to at times. The worst is voices. Oh. When somebody is reading like character voice, like sure. if, if it's a, uh, I don't read a ton of novels by audiobook. Mm-hmm. I'll usually read novel fiction like on in a book, yep, like on my Kindle or in an actual book. But when I've listened and there are multiple characters, when the narrator is trying to do many voices, not well, oh. and you're like, oh god, I can't <laughs> because your Scottish accent is horrible, <laughs> and now you're making it uncomfortable. Okay. We'll do audiobook chat another day. Mike. Sounds great. Maybe with uh, Paul McGuire Grimes, because actually, I would, I bet he would uh, have some good book recommendations in addition Ooh. to movie recommendations, which I'm sure he will give us tomorrow and Friday, because he's going to be filling in with us on the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. That's the Not show. Not the Colleen and Bradley. That's the show we're doing right now. That is the show we are doing right now. And when we come back, we're going to still be doing that show. And I believe, speaking of special guests, we do have a special guest Mm -hmm. for Game Show Roulette. We do. Is it going to be Grant? It's going to be Grant. Fabulous. Grant joins us for Game Show Roulette when we return right here on Monday. Did you say anything about rain, Mike? I apologize. I didn't hear. I said there's spotty showers popping up everywhere. Because I'm seeing some dark clouds out there, and I kind of wasn't ready for it. They're so. definitely dark, yeah. That's, uh, it, it is. It seems like that spotty shower is happening right now. All right. Well, uh, let's all stay dry, America. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, let's get right to the fun. Time now to play along. It's Game Show Roulette. Here's your host, Mike Ganger. It is how we wrap up the show every single day. I spin the wheel. We find out what game show we are going to play today i'm not going to spin the wheel i am going to pick the game we are going to play why what because last time you guys played this particular game (laughs) out of 100 points you got eight that was awesome man there was a question where you got 100 i had 100 points possible you got eight we're gonna play the family feud that was the one where what would you do in the past right or what would you do Uh, differently name something people do and think i should have done this years ago you guys got eight out of a hundred. What did we say even? You said save money. Save money. Like that save was about money. the only one that got us <laughs> anywhere. Buying a home, more education, getting a divorce, taking a vacation, having children, quitting a job, all possible. And you all didn't say any of those. No. Yeah, no, we... So I'm going to have a chance for you guys a little redemption tour okay, here. Okay, redemption. We're going to play some Family Feud head-to-head. We've got, as you heard, Grant joining us. Grant, thanks so much. Thank, Thank you. you, Grant. Thank you. Let's get it started. Again, you guys know how it works. You're going to yell at your name. That's uh, your buzzer. Buzz in. If you get uh, the highest answer on the board, you'll take control of the board. And uh, you've got two strikes to work with when we play head-to-head Family Feud here on Game Show Roulette. Are the two of you ready? Yep. Yes, sir. Then let's get it going with question number one. Here we go. Name a reason grandma might take out her false teeth. (laughs) (laughs) You know where we both went there. Uh, Bradley. Bradley. To brush them. To brush them. Survey says... That's the number one answer. To brush them. 30... Thank goodness you said that. 35 points going your way. That means you have control of the board. Uh, You want to keep going, I would assume. You've got two strikes to work with. There's just four answers, so only three more remain. This is the most obscure question. (laughs) I thought we were going to do better with this. Well, you've already got 35 points. Last time you got eight. Okay. All right. (laughs) Will you repeat the question again, Bob? Uh, Name a reason grandma might take out her false teeth. 
to go to sleep. Is going to sleep on the board. Number two answer. That's 30 points in itself. You got 65 points, and you still got two answers on the board, and you also still have two strikes, Bradley. Two strikes. Okay. Uh, <laughs> name a reason. Grandma might take out her false teeth. To blow up a balloon. <laughs> to blow up a balloon, survey says... Sorry, she's going to leave those uh, in for that particular uh, you task. Yeah, I love okay. the lead in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. I mean, I don't want to say it. But I do want no. Um, I can't say it. This okay. is a family-friendly version of right. Family Feud. <laughs> I probably want to save fine, the strike. Fine. Um, okay. Grandma would take out her false teeth. What are you doing? To ha- <laughs> I was just imagining what it would be like to take out your false teeth. I don't know. <laughs> that is a noise that you would hear. It would be very gummy. To make out with Grandpa. I don't know. That's not on the board. Sorry. Okay. All right. Uh, To eat ice cream is to eat on the board. No. Absolutely. That's a number three answer. Is it really? To eat and or drink is number three. I would have said eat an apple. That's oh, yeah. what I was going any, with. Any oh, eating would yeah. would have done. You got uh, now. That's another nineteen points, Bradley. You're Bradley. up to uh, eighty four points. Wow. You have one answer remaining on the board. Again, if you get this one right, you've got one strike left. If you get it right, you get all the points. If you get it wrong, then Grant has a chance to steal. All right, I am going to say that Grandma mm-hmm. is taking out her teeth. Yep. <laughs> to come around the mountain. Need an answer. Play sports. To play sports, <laughs> not on the board. That means the 84 like, points. Gotta put my mouth guard in. The 84 points are up for grabs. Grant, one answer remain. Can you get it? Get them fixed. Get them fixed. Oh. If get them fixed is on the board, you take all of the points at the last second. If it's not, Bradley's going to take the first set of points. Is it get them fixed? That oh. is not. They hurt. Oh, that was, oh, that was the number one or number hurt? four answer. Because okay. they hurt. That's cheap. You yeah. take them out because they hurt. Yeah. 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 All right. That's an obvious well. answer. All right. Let's move on to the next one. How many one. points did I get on that? Uh, 84 Eight. points, right, which is going to be it. very hard to compete with. That's let's beating see. our uh, previous record. Eight Grant. to now 84. <laughs> <laughs> Jumped it up a bit, guys. Good job. Uh, let's do another one here. And I would just like to honor that we got through that entire question without, without being disgusting. Yes. Congrats, gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. I'm still laughing about it, though. Name something the family takes turns using. Stop. You guys are the worst. I, I can't do anything, do anything over, here. over here. I'm just sitting. Someone ring cramp. in, please. Say it again. Name <laughs> something the family takes turns using. Grant. Grant. The car. Is the car on the board? <laughs> it is. It's the number two. God, we are not going to be allowed to play together. No. Uh, on the radio. No, I think I might not right, get invited so back. If you get the number one answer, Bradley, you'll take control. Otherwise, it's going to be Grant uh, with control. Uh, name something the family takes turns using. The bathroom. Is the bathroom on the board? That's the number yeah! one answer. Yeah! So 50 points going up there. There's 70 on the board. we got to hurry up a little bit here. Okay. But uh, go ahead. you got th- two, uh, two strikes to work with and still four more answers on the board. Name, name something the family takes turns using. You got the number one and number two answer of bathroom and car. Bathroom, car, and the living room? The living room. Living room. Not on oh. the board. Okay. How about, but you use, that, that's a weird, yep. okay. Name uh, something the family takes turns using. 
I would say using the family. Oh, God. This is hard. Need an answer. Okay. Using the family bicycle. Bicycle. If it's bicycle, you added some more points. If it's not, it's going over to Grant. Bicycle. Not on the board. Grant, there are four answers remaining. Can you come up with any of them? I'm going to go with TV. You're going to go with TV. If TV is one of those four, you're going to get the points. TV. Yes, it is the number five answer. Good That's job. worth five points. Seventy-five points going the way of Grant. Before we get to our final question, oh my God, you could win again. Mm-hmm. Uh, what you missed, we had the number three answer, phone. The number four answer, computer. Mm. And last but not least, soap. Oh, okay. Please, oh. soap. Don't use the family soap. All right, here we go. We've got just a little bit of time here. So what we're going to do is whoever gets the top answer for this question, well, obviously would be the winner because you guys are only separated by nine points. Okay. So here we go. Ring in when you think you know the answer. Again, the top answer is going to get the win today on the board. Here we go. Name something specific everyone complains about. Bradley Trainer. Bradley. Oh. Traffic. Traffic. Is traffic on the board? It is, but it's the number five answer. Grant, Grant. you have four answers higher than traffic. If you get any of those right, you are going to be our winner today for Game Show Roulette. Again, name something specific everyone complains about. Work. Work. If work is up there, you are our winner today. If not, it's going to Bradley. Show me work. It's there. You're the winner. Congrats, Grant. What number was that, by the way? That was actually the number four answer. You guys did a very good job of avoiding the top three. Was the the number one answer weather? No, that's number two. What the heck was number one? Yeah. Other people? Number three was (laughs) taxes. Oh. And the number one answer with the bullet is money. Oh, sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Money, taxes, same thing. Grant, congratulations. Congrats, Grant. Good job. Wow, wow, we, we got through ourselves. that. Yeah. And you guys did a lot better than getting eight on a question. Didn't get yanked off the air by the FCC. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats, and uh, thanks for playing, Grant. Thank you for having it's me. Always a pleasure to have you join us. Mike, Yeah. thank you for everything yeah. today. Yes. Pulling double duty in the great. hosting chair as well as the producer chair, and uh, you'll be back tomorrow, of course, as will I mm-hmm. and... Special guest Paul McGuire Grimes on Thursday and Friday, out for dawn, or in for dawn, rather, who's out until Monday. Up next, Lori and Julia Grant, you guys doing anything fun? Any special guests? Uh, well, Julia is back today, so we're oh, going to have the whole crew back together. So that'll Fabulous. Be fun. Yes. It's a family right here on My Talk 1071. Bye! Bye!